0: Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Chidnovick, Director of Sales and Marketing. David, today we're going to look into some of the different sources of data available regarding grain transportation by rail.
1: Sure thing. It's tough to pick a place to start here, seeing that there's such a sea of data out there. Some data is well known, some of it many people aren't even aware of, and other data is not interpreted properly.
0: Uh, Maybe a good place to start is overall shipments of grain and processed grain products across Canada and CN. We often place all the emphasis on statistics for Western Canada, but what's the scale of eastern tonnage versus western tonnage?
1: Well, bulk grain shipments in eastern Canada by rail are indeed limited. Heavy emphasis is placed on truck movement out there, given all the domestic demand and processing demand in the east, along with the terminal elevator network along the lakes. But there's still a lot of grain and processed grain products moving. Between August and the end of April 2020, CN moved 20.7 million tons of grain and processed grain products from Western Canada, while all Canada tonnage shipped stood at 21.55 million tons. And for April, CN moved a record 2.73 million tons of Western Canadian grain, and all Canada grain shipments were 2.81 million.
0: Maybe that's a good segue into more of the CN-specific reporting. Can you discuss CN's Western Grain Report?
1: Back in September 2016, CN created a weekly performance report specifically for Western Canadian grain. You can subscribe to it and find it on the CN Grain page at cn.ca slash grain, along with a whole bunch of other related information that's regularly updated. We wanted to provide a report that covered 100% of grain shipments moving in CN-supplied hoppers and private hoppers, along with detailing 100% of the orders received for CN-supplied equipment. Some other publicly available data is incomplete in this regard. And the data provides detail and comment regarding the why of what's going on and why things are happening.
0: Can you go into a bit more detail about what the report covers?
1: So off the top, we report total grain tonnage moved by corridor for bulk grain and processed grain products combined for the week, along with crop year-to-date shipments. Then we get into a lot of detail on the CN-supplied hopper fleet. We take the orders we received for the week and remove orders with no authorization from the receiving facility. What is left is valid orders. Then, customer self-cancelled orders are accounted for, and the balance is measured against the maximum sustainable supply chain capacity on CN for that week, 5,650 CN-supplied hoppers per week outside of winter, and 4,150 per week during winter. Remembering that private cars moving bulk grain are in addition to these levels. Sometimes orders far exceed what the end-to-end supply chain can realistically handle, and these orders cannot be accepted. Those are called rationed orders. Interestingly, through Grain Week 39, CN recorded almost as many customer self-canceled orders and terminal-denied orders versus rationed orders. 17,000 customer self-canceled orders and almost 2,500 terminal-denied orders. That's a lot. And all of these things have an impact on grain movement.
0: So that's the grain orders. But what about Hopper car spotting data?
1: Good point. The last section of the report measures how CN executed against the grain spotting plan. It describes what happened to the spot plan after it was finalized, taking into account subsequent customer self-cancelled orders, for example, along with the number of cars that were spotted for the week they were ordered in, along with cars spotted that were associated with the previous week's plan, along with orders spotted in advance of the requested week.
0: Okay, getting a little broader in this discussion, can you relate some of the new data reporting requirements for Class 1s under the new Transportation Act?
1: Back in 2018, as part of the modernization of the Canadian Transportation Act, Class 1 carriers operating in Canada were required to provide additional data on rail service and performance, with the data posted weekly on the Transport Canada website. This data includes information on average velocity by unit train type, origin, and terminal dwell times, and number of cars online by car type. The data is similar to what is reported to the Surface Transportation Board in the United States by Class 1s. You can find this information under Weekly Rail Performance Indicators on the Government of Canada Transportation Data and Information Hub. There's also additional detail specific to grain. Grain car order placement and fulfillment data, for example, is available by Origin Province. Without getting into a lot of detail, to understand why the grain car order numbers are the way they are, you need to understand how individual railways' car allocation systems work. There's also information on the number of grain cars loaded and billed moving in the system by province, too. Like I said, there's a lot of data available to look at.
0: Thanks for your time, David, and thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.